when when we say freedom, I also want to defend the right of someone else to do whatever they think is best for them, even if it goes against what I think is right. Let's agree to disagree. You can keep your vaccination and your sick indoctrination. I don't trust you. I don't believe what you say. You can cut me from society. I still got my community and we'd rather do a thing anyway. I'm not anti-vax. I'm just anti-bullshit. And I'm aware of what you're trying to do. Cause I got the facts Stop trying to push it on me I just wanna live my life and be free So go ahead and box yourself And your crazy lies I'm immune because I opened my eyes So go ahead and box yourself And your messed up plans I'll be in nature Hit me up when it ends Welcome back, Freedom Junkies, to another episode of Freedom Junkie Radio, the podcast that brings us more freedom into our lives. And at this point, I really think it's more freedom and joy, because if we're free without joy, what's the point, right? I don't know if I've ever been happier to have someone on. I'm overjoyed. I've been overjoyed dancing around for the last half hour, thinking about this man's music. Anyway, really quick, before I introduce my guest today, I want to give a shout out really quick to my sponsor, Chris's Coins in South Austin. Thank you so much, Chris, for sponsoring the show. If you need gold or silver, if you need coins, if you need Christmas gifts, go to chriscoins, K-R-I-S, coins.com. Tell Chris that Betsy from Freedom Junkie Radio sent you and thank him for sponsoring this show. Now, on to my guest today. My guest is a musician and a freedom lover and a songwriter and just a joyful person that I'm so excited to bring on because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick his brain about his formula for his joy. Mm -hmm, He doesn't know that. Uh, My uh, guest is Roman. He is Roman. He is from... Rome, Italy. And without any further ado, I want to welcome you, R- Roman. Welcome to Freedom Junkie Radio. Hi, what's up? Thank you for having me. It's a joy to be here. I can't believe I'm talking to you. I've been a fan since mid-COVID, since wow. the song Fax Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to do a little bit more of what I think is an introduction for you. So Roman has been on the scene for about 10 years. He went to England and was busking on the streets there about 10 years ago. And over COVID, he started making these little songs about freedom and allowing us to be free. And so his style of music is reggae, folk. I'll play a little bit if I have your blessing to do that. Can I do that, Roman? Sure, of course. Okay, I'm going to play a little of your music. And but he doesn't mind being controversial. Hmm, I wonder who else that sounds like. You guys know me, y'all know my song, What's in the Vaccine. And I used to have to bleep out the word vaccine when I was doing interviews. So during all of this, 
I have so many questions I want to ask you because you were busy during COVID in Italy. And from what we could hear over here, you guys, it was even worse over there. Um, you guys were super locked down. And so bef before I ask you about that, you are Italian, you're from Rome. Why do you speak English like an American? Um, that's a great question. I don't, I don't know exactly. Meaning I know that I, since I was little, I had the opportunity to travel to the States. Uh, my family, my parents have friends in the States. So I could, I was always exposed to American English. Uh, when I was in high school, I had this, this desire to really learn the language because I realized if I speak only Italian, I can only communicate with Italians. And as great as Italians are, there's only so many of us and then there's a whole world. So I would I would skip school and go to the like Colosseum Roman Forum and just start chatting with strangers. So that's how I learned the language, but I don't really know where the like the pronunciation came from. I think singing helps. I was well, always good I was always good at, at copying the sound even before I knew what I was saying. Um, so I think music played a part, but I don't I don't really know where this accent comes from. Okay, so you have, I'm gonna say like a one and a half to 2% accent. Like okay. it's there, but, but barely. And so when I was, I was the same way with French. I just loved the language and wanted to learn it. And I ended up living there for cumulatively about a year. And you know, I think being a musician, You've got an ear for music. You also have an ear for language. I've been told mm -hmm. that I don't have an accent. Quand je parle français, on dit, on me dit que qu'il a pas d'accent. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't hear it. I don't know. You know, you don't know what you sound like in English. So mm -hmm. I think it's fascinating that you write your songs. All the songs I've ever heard are in English. You post on Instagram in English. And Roman, that's brilliant because that's how you reached me. You need to be on Telegram. Everybody needs to be on Telegram, FYI. So I searched, I prefer Telegram to all the other uh, social media. And I went on there and searched Roman, R-O-A-M-A-N, y'all. That's how he spells his name. And all I found was a lady that I ha happened to, we we are on some of the same chats on Telegram. And she someone had posted one of your songs or something. And she was just saying, oh my God, I love him so much. Everybody loves you. That's what you get. No, not everybody. That's part of <laughs> controversial. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, and I want to get into that because you don't care. Obviously, you don't care. I mean, that was me too. Like, I don't, I, I so you and I are cut off the same cloth in this regard. We create music that is truthful yet joyful, complete joy. Your music is totally joy. And you don't mind if you offend people because people are so easily offended. How is that? Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's a big one. And that's something that, especially since um, the COVID songs I released and then I wrote a, a song, another funny funny song called Because I'm Spiritual, which 
is a uh, teases a little bit some certain aspects of the spiritual community and the new age community having been part of you know spiritual communities for for a long time um and it's a, it's a tricky one because obviously i don't i don't i don't mean to upset or offend anyone that's not that's not why i do it it's not like i'm you know i i want people to to be upset so so I care a little bit because I've lost friends. I've lost friends with the COVID songs. I've lost friends with the Because I'm Spiritual song. I have, you know, people that I thought would be in my life forever who have told me I don't want to be associated with you. So obviously there is some degree of sadness that comes with it. Um but I've also learned to accept that that's part of the role of the jester in a way, you know, like for what I perceive to be the truth and my um, desire to, to amplify this truth and to do it in a way that there's still joy. And uh, that's, that's the priority. The artist, if, if an artist, I don't remember where I read this quote, but if, if, it's something like if an artist is not upsetting anyone, it's not doing it right or something like that. So, so obviously I, I do care. I'm not a monster. I think I don't, you know, I don't care at all what people think I do, but not enough for that to stop me from doing what I feel is, is right. And, and to use, to use the music and my art to, to amplify a message that I think is needed and hopefully eventually um, supportive for the kind of world that I want to help create. Well, I think that's perfect and beautiful because you're just standing in the truth as you perceive it. I love how you said that. And the message that you have is kind of a heavy one in a way, yet you deliver it with such uh, lighthearted joy. You know, I heard, I was listening to some of your music yesterday and I heard the one about Bill Gates. <laughs> you wrote a song about Bill Gates and it's funny. And I don't see how anyone would be like, yes, let's breed mosquitoes and put them out into the world. Or let's you, you'd, be, you'd be surprised. <laughs> You know, somehow I'm somewhat insulated from this. I don't know why, because my songs are, I wrote Alex Jones was right. And I know there's people who have unfollowed me, probably many, many people who, who don't like me, but they're not telling me, I don't know it. I, my new song that's coming out probably in January or at least by February is called Texit. And it's kind of like Brexit, but for Texas. Like we just mm -hmm. need to, our country is failing and we can at least make it a smaller government and do what we want here. And I've, so I've already had some family members who are very disappointed in me for, and I, like you said, I, I mean, I'd, I'd do away with government altogether if I had my druthers. So smaller government works better for me. It's a step in the right direction, especially when everything's so broken. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear a little bit about Italy right now, because what we get is so filtered. We don't hear a lot about Italy over here, 
But what we do know is that this is what we think. This is what we've been told. I don't pay attention to the mainstream media, but it does filter through to what I get on the, the places where I do find my information. And I usually pay attention mostly to independent journalists. So one of the people I pay attention to across the pond is Tommy Robinson in England. I just pay attention to whatever he's up to. And he talks a lot about the about immigration and what's happening. It's happening all over the world. But from our perspective, we, it looks like your beaches are being overrun by migrants, uh, illegal migrants. And it's I'm I'm hearing the same thing about France and England and all of Europe, really. And you guys elected a female uh prime minister or whatever you call her. And she was supposed to be kind of a right wing uh, knee jerk reaction to everything that's been going on. But it turns out she's a globalist puppet after all. Tell us what's mm. really going on in Italy. Um, in a way, I'm probably the wrong person because I haven't lived in Italy in over 10 years. And I don't really follow much. I know that there is a problem with immigration simply because of our, our geographical position, you know, being very close to North Africa. And then you have, you know, Albania, Croatia, you have a bunch of countries neighboring and they're very close just, you know, from the Mediterranean Sea and the um, I think in English called the Adriatic Sea. And uh, so, you know, ever I was I was raised in Italy until I was twenty five, and there was always this 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 issue between we understand people are in need and are seeking a better life, so we want to help, and at the same time, it's chaos because there isn't an actual system in place to support the people that come in. So I remember, and it still happens all the time, but I remember every now and then there's you know, big news of this like massive ships with thousands of, of migrants who've been through absolute hell to get on the ship and, and they're just about to get to Italy and then the the the, the Navy or the, the, the Coast Guard stops them and says, you have to go back. We don't know what to do with you. So I know that it is an ongoing uh, problem for the country, again, between wanting to help and support and offer shelter and simply not being able, Italy is not the most organized place in case people don't know that. And and like many countries, but Italy especially, you know, the, the, the politics and the bureaucracy is just nothing gets done. Um, I am not updated on the latest developments from the prime minister, Giorgia Meloni and whatever she's doing. I, I feel like there's so much going on in the world that, if if I can avoid taking in more <laughs> of this information as it, it just kind of helps me a little bit. So I don't know exactly what's happening. I'm not surprised to hear that someone was supposed to do something is not doing it. And that the, you know, the problems continue to kind of like pile up. Uh, but as far as a, as a political read of what's happening, I'm, I'm, I'm not the right person. Okay. Well, that's probably why the, my next question about your joy is probably part of the answer. Uh, where have you been for the last 10 years? I lived in London 
between 2013 and 2016. Uh, but I would spend the winters in uh, Tenerife, which is an island uh, in the Canary Islands off the coast of Morocco. Then between 2000, well, 2017 to 2019, I was in the States on and off. Um, mostly California, but I was dating a woman from Indiana. So we were kind of like traveling back and forth to be with each other. Then I moved back to London. Then I was in Italy for the lockdown for a year. Then I lived in Costa Rica for a year. And then I lived in Portugal for a year. And then in July, I came back to Italy, but now I'm, I'm going to move back to Portugal and then I'm going to go to Costa Rica again. <laughs> Wow, how cool. So do you speak Portuguese? Not Portuguese because I didn't spend enough time there to actually learn. And one of the beautiful things about Portugal is that there's an international community, which is also one of the negative things about Portugal, is that you're not really exposed to the native language, which is also quite hard. I speak a little bit of Spanish and you think it would help with Portuguese, but it's not, not quite the same. Okay, so real quick, what languages do you speak? I speak Italian. I speak uh, English. I get by in Spanish. Um, understand a little bit of French. Mostly Italian and English. And then okay. Spanish, the year in Costa Rica helped me to... It's funny because I can speak Italian and they speak Spanish and we basically understand each other. I did that on a train one time with an Italian guy. Uh I spoke French and he spoke, I think he spoke some Spanish and somehow we had a perfectly normal conversation. I, we didn't speak the same languages, but you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, so your message is one of hope, harmony, joy, love, for mankind. You are one of these people who palpably vibrates at that, those higher levels of compassion, forgiveness. You've obviously done the work. I don't think anybody gets a free pass. I don't think anybody has no trauma. I don't know your past. You know, I don't know how you were raised, but I don't really know of a family where there was no no trauma at all growing up. I just don't think that exists. Maybe we're getting there as people are healing their lineages and stuff. So this podcast is about anything that brings more freedom into our lives. And I think the ultimate freedom is when you find joy. Now, obviously, none of us stay there 100% of the time. We have our emotions. We have the things that happen to us. We are aware of what's happening in the world. And so we have to have our formula is what I'm calling it as of now. And so what did you do to get there? And I've never spoken to you before this. I don't know you. I want to. I love you. I think you're amazing. And I think what you're doing is 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 so the the planet is just parched for your work you and anyone like you who is bringing these beautiful drops of joy and love and forgiveness and kindness and truth 
how do you, what, what have you done throughout the years? What did you do? What do you do daily? Give us your formula for staying in your place of joy. It's really interesting how from, from the outside, <clears throat> people had this idea of me because I'm not, I'm not denying that there is a lot of joy in my heart. Um, but there's also a lot of other stuff. Uh, this year especially has been one of the most challenging years of my life where I felt a lot of pain, a lot of sorrow, a lot of confusion. I felt lost. I felt betrayed. I've, it, it's not been an easy year. And um, so first of all, I'll say I think joy is also a choice. Um, but joy as any other feeling let's say positive emotion comes with its counterpart you can't really know a lot of joy if you don't also know a lot of sorrow the amount i forget who said it if it, if it was a saying or at all but the sorrow is what stretches your heart so that it can contain more love and more joy so i feel like the the degree of joy that i can experience is also because of its opposite the degree of of pain and sorrow that i've that i've experienced and this is not to say i've i've had a really blessed life i had a i had a good childhood you know good parents they're still together i was raised in a you know middle class family in suburban rome italy um but no no one's life is free of struggle and challenges and even just feeling the world a lot. There are times where I'm doing fine, but I feel how messed up things are, you know, depending on what's happening. If there's a war, if there's a, you know, the, the lockdown or the, the injustice or. So I think that. Yeah, joy and sorrow go hand in hand and and we must be willing to feel both in order to really really taste you know whatever it is that we're experiencing people that i don't know who has had a life free of struggle but i guarantee that the amount of the, the quality of the joy that they can feel is different contrast is very important if you know if if nothing had happened in my life and everything had been just a little bit flat where is the joy in that um so when i say joy is a choice um it, it's a matter of also learning how to find joy in in little things and another word for for joy, which I find very powerful, is also contentment. You know, there's this, there is this, so much uh, importance is given to happiness in our culture, the pursuit of happiness, how to be happier, da 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 da. But happiness is very fleeting. You know, happiness is like I'm happy now and then later I'm not, and now I'm happy now I'm not. But there's something about contentment and joy that is something that permeates your being more than the spikes of happiness that you might feel because usually of external things i buy something or i see a friend or i i whatever i get a promotion whatever it is 
Um, so my my choice to to try and and embody, feel, express, and amplify joy comes from the fact that I know what it's like to not feel joy. And if there's anything that I can do to help others feel less sorrow and less pain and more joy, then I want to do that. Okay. Um, go ahead. I was no. going to say your music is so happy and mine is too. I don't really write a sad song. And I think as musicians, so most artists, musicians are feelers and right. a lot end up on drugs and alcohol. And, you know, I'm a, I haven't had, I, I had to quit drinking. I've started drinking way too much and my life has been way more joyful since I quit. That's a big part of my formula for joy, for sure. Um, so uh, as artists and musicians, we can write things that that allow that to come through, that sorrow, you know, a really sad song. But I don't want to listen to a sad song over and over. Right. And, but so somehow um, transmuting that sorrow and that sadness and writing a song that brings joy. Right. I, you know, I also think that we have a hack as musicians. I was just talking to another musician recently on my show that we have a spiritual connection all the time because we bring in music. We bring in songs. We have an inspirational, you know, antenna. And so that connection, if you, I know you seem to write songs almost on a daily basis. Like your, your connection to that is, is wide open. And that is a source of joy. Um, I also think this, while you were talking, I remembered, I've been to Italy and I think Italians and Texans have something special that I haven't found anywhere else. There is a big, open, loving, helpful, friendly energy about Italy and Texas that I've never felt anywhere else. I used to think Texans were the friendliest people I'd ever met until I went to Italy. And then they were just as helpful. You drop something, five people help you pick it up and go, here you go, I got it for you. And they're just, and it's so much fun <laughs> to watch Italians argue. I would watch like two old men playing a game in the street and they would start yelling at each other. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh, it's all good. You know, they're all happy. They, they, mm. they, they fight quickly and get it over with. And then they're friends again. And they seem to be able to express what they're thinking and feeling as opposed to a lot of people who push it down. So I yeah. think that you might have a hack and not even know it by genetically just being Italian and knowing joy is part of your culture, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely some truth in that. And it's funny. I was one of my, one of my closest friends is uh, <clears throat> also a musician. He's now, he wears so many hats. He, he supports people with ice baths. He's done, uh, he's some type of, I don't know if he 
would say it like that, but so, some type of life coach. I know he probably has a better term for it, but uh, he has done, uh, he worked on uh, suicide hotlines. He uh, is, is done nonviolent communication. He's, he's done a lot of things. He's a really brilliant, loving, kind man. Shout out to Nathan Mangard, my brother. And uh, recently he said something like, I think Spanish people and Italian people had it right or have it right because he said especially in certain circles there is this thing about we're always going to be kind and we're always going to be the politically correct thing and we're going to kind of like stuff things down a little bit and then it explodes whereas italians they'll shout five minutes we're just gonna go at each other i tell you exactly what i think about you and five minutes later we let it out we're hugging it's in the past it's done as opposed to this like Let's keep it cool all the time. And then it, it's still there. You haven't expressed it. You haven't released it. So there's definitely something culturally uh, that that helps. Um, and as you were saying, as artists, obviously music, but I think any type of art is is magic in the sense that it's real alchemy. The funny songs about COVID came from me being pissed. I was angry, I was scared, I was confused. I was in this house where I am now. I'm, I'm staying, at, again, because I haven't lived here in a long time. When I come here, I stay with my family. And I was sitting in the garden up front to the, where was it? Uh, maybe June, 2020. I was in Italy when the lockdown happened. And at the time they were still talking about flattening the curve. Just a couple of weeks to flatten the curve. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to Italy, see my family. And then I was stu literally stuck here for a year. And uh, I was sitting outside. And at the time I had, I don't know, maybe like 2000 followers on Instagram. Wasn't really going anywhere. And I wrote the song. At, like most of the songs that I write, I wrote it for me. Because I needed to just release this anger. And I found that through sarcasm, irony, making it a little bit funny, a little bit provocative, but still keeping it light, it helped me channel and alchemize this black ball of all these anger that I was feeling. Like, what is going on? How are we listening to these people? How do they have the rights to keep an entire country locked in where you couldn't go out to visit your grandma if you wanted to? Like, so... The end result is let's laugh about it. But the starting point is I'm so angry and I am so yeah confused as to what is happening. So when I posted that, I thought no one's gonna see it, but at least I feel a little bit lighter. I you know I was giggling with myself singing the silly song, and then I checked my phone a few hours later and I had ten thousand followers, and I freaked out. I genuinely freaked out. It wasn't like, yeah, I'm going viral. I thought, fuck, this is what it's getting me to go viral. Like the most controversial I could say right now, a song called Go Vax Yourself that, said, that starts with, you can keep your vaccination and your sick indoctrination. I don't trust you. I don't believe what you say. I was not coming from, I'm going to be, you know, the voice of the rebels in the revolution. I just wrote a little song for me because I needed to vent. And it goes viral. But what I saw is, well, first of all, I lost a bunch of followers. 
friends stopped talking to me, blah, blah, blah. But I, the comments that were coming in were usually, thank you for helping me laugh a little bit about a situation that's been basically making me cry for months. Thank you for bringing some lightheartedness. Thank you for helping me realize that I'm not alone and I'm not crazy for thinking what I think and feeling the way I do. And so then because I still had a lot to say and the situation was ongoing, I kept writing these songs knowing that they were there was a whole community coming together around these silly songs that were saying some heavy stuff, but in a funny way. And another thing was realizing if I point the finger at you and attack you, you will defend. And then there's no conversation. But if I can find a way to make it light and not give this idea of I'm attacking you and telling you you're wrong, but we're just kind of having a laugh, then the message comes through a little, a little easier. And again, it's still a heavy message and very controversial, especially for the time. Um, but through the alchemy of taking anger and changing it into something that was lighthearted i was i was helping myself first and through that other people that felt like me found some some solace some some comfort some i don't know just a moment of a moment of lightheartedness at a time where people were freaking out you know i am remembering as you say that so that was the song where i heard you first somebody yeah. shared it with me i'm hardly ever on instagram i don't i go i i go on there very infrequently, but I heard your song and I fell in love with you instantly. Like everyone did. And I would have to go back and find the date when I wrote my song, what's in the vaccine. I don't, have you heard it? No, no, not yet. Okay. Well, I'm going to send it to you. Please. It's, yeah. Um, it was, mine was I'm looking around in Austin, Texas, where it's a bunch of pot smoking hippies, right? Like keep Austin weird. It's a great place. People are herbalists. People do yoga. People are total crunchy hippies, all about freedom and choosing to be free, right? Like the old hippie movement. They were all wearing masks and all getting vaxxed. And I'm just sitting here going, I live in crazy world. What happened to people thinking? I know people who never vaccinated their children once who were getting the vaccine and now they're sick. But anyway, um, I, I remember hearing your song and I don't remember whether I heard your song before I wrote mine or whether I heard it around the same time or just after I'd have to go back and listen. But I remember being very inspired Roman, you were just, you and your smiling face and your little ukulele, just pouring it out there. And those of us who had that same perception of this is wrong, this type of totalitarian tyranny is wrong. And whatever you're selling, I'm not buying. Mm -hmm. we needed you we needed to hear you and and you probably gave a lot of people the courage to go ahead and speak up wherever they were in the world 
And you don't realize that you didn't do it for that. So how does it feel to have that hat now? Like you helped in, and are helping the freedom movement from a, the place of a jester. Have you, have you accepted that or, or is it hard? <laughs> um, I've accepted it and it's still uncomfortable sometimes. Um, because for example, when we talk about freedom, my message, when, when we say freedom, I also want to defend the right of someone else to do whatever they think is best for them, even if it goes against what I think is right. So when I say freedom, I mean, you should be free. If you want to get vaccinated 20 times a day for the rest of your life, you should absolutely do that. I will probably tell you, based on what I read and know and heard, and da, 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 it's probably not a good idea, but you should be free to do that. So it's not, it, my message was never intended to be, I am right and everybody else is wrong and an idiot. No, is someone who may or may not have my actual best interest in mind is forcing upon me and the entire population of the world something that, especially now we know, was not done for the right reasons, did not have the actual benefits that they were uh promoting um but the point was i want to be free to do what's best for me and there and you know the the one of the main tactic tactics was but you're not doing it for you you're doing it for others and now we know that when they were forcing these vaccines they hadn't really not only tested them but the whole thing of it uh it um it prevents you from spreading it. Also not true. But it's still uncomfortable because A, is very controversial. Um, B, I don't know if people always understand what I'm actually trying to do. I'm not trying to be a rebel just for the sake of being a rebel because fuck the system. Also, fuck the system. But that's not the main thing. The thing is, Freedom goes both ways. So I want you to be free to do what is right for you. And I want I want to do what I think is best for me. And I know that my songs have been used in situations where I don't necessarily agree with what they're doing either because it's completely, you know, the, the, the opposite extreme. And um, I know that it because of my controversial you know, stance and the fact that I've spoken about it quite openly, I have um, cut myself from certain opportunities. You know, for example, that's that's a big one. I know that there are things that I won't be able to do because the moment they find out what I say and what I think, they might be like, oh, no, that's not. I'm talking to a, a music publishing company who has reached out to work with me. And we had a few meetings on Zoom and uh, they're really excited to work with me. They want to help me, you know, spread my music and support me, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I brought it up. I said, are you aware that I have written and released songs that talk about this and this and this? And they said, yes, we love those songs. 
you keep doing you. We just want to support what you are doing. But I felt like I had to bring it up because someone else may have said, oh, no, we didn't know that. Actually, that doesn't really align with the image we want to preserve. So it's, it, yeah, it's it's sometimes an uncomfortable position. But I do it nonetheless because I feel like it's right. Okay. So you've been playing in 2023, you played on a European um, festival circuit, right? You played a few festivals last summer? Yep. Okay. I have the same problem. I have a band here in Austin and there's really only two places that in, that want us to play because I sing what's in the vaccine. I sing uh, Blind Joe's I Will Not Comply. I sing John Rich's Progress. I sing uh, Alex Jones Was Right. And uh, e people either love it and lose it because they're like, I can't believe I'm hearing someone singing this stuff. This is amazing. Or they hate it and they leave and they never want to see me again. So here's our problem. We went and played in Colorado and we didn't do what you did. We didn't tell the bar owner that who we were. He just booked us. And so I was trying to fill out the crowd and see whether or not I could play my controversial songs. Because what I don't want to do is have the, the crowd get mad and be like, we're vaxxed and we hate Alex Jones and we don't like you. And we're going to give this bar one star reviews because right. of you. We didn't want that. We, you know, we're not, we're like you, we want everybody to do what they want. And I'm just a musician and an artist and I can sing what I want and you can like it or not. But right. do you ever just bust out your songs when people don't know what's about to happen and then people get pissed and, or, cause I, I, I'm, I've decided that I'm not going to play a gig where I have to censor my songs. I'm not going to not... I don't, I want to sing what's in the vaccine. I want to, this is me. This is what I have to share. And so I need to, it's sad, but I have to find the places that will, will take me. Do did you ever just, do you bust out, vax yourself when people don't know what's about to happen? And then what happens? Um, no, mm. It's interesting because when I released those songs, well, first of all, again, I wrote them for me, no intention to start a revolution of any sort. I was like, I'm pissed. This doesn't feel right. Here's a song. Then I wrote five more because people were literally asking for them. It's like, please give us more. This is great. Okay. But it's the only collection of songs that I've released again because people were asked. I also had no intention of releasing them on Spotify. I was like, these are just little song, one minute songs on Instagram. And then so many people said, please put them on Spotify. So I put them on Spotify. But it was the only time and the only collection of songs that I wrote with the hope that one day people would forget about them. <laughs> Meaning, I hope that one day this whole COVID thing is going to be so behind us that no one's even going to remember that I did this. Meaning I did it because it was a specific time and there was a need for some lightheartedness and some, you know, harsh, what I perceived to be the truth delivered in a way that could reach a lot of people. 
but it the the hope was and still is i hope one day we'll we'll it's going to be so behind that we'll forget and so since then i don't really like i'll play them if people ask and it's actually funny because sometimes i would be playing my set of other you know uplifting heart opening conscious music there's still that rebel side in me and I'm trying to create a certain vibe where the hearts are open and, you know, candlelight and all this. And then someone will go, can you play the Bill Gates song? I'm like, that's not, it, it, it doesn't fit with the vibe at all. But it was something that I don't, like, I stand by what I said and what I wrote and what I, you know, the, the songs that I wrote. But I have a different relationship with these songs because if I am known for anything, I'm happy that some people found me through those songs, but I also know that there are so many other songs that have the power to bring as much joy, as much hope, as much truth that is not specifically related to COVID that I'm kind of like, okay, these songs are great, but also what about these other songs? So I, I don't deny them. I stand by them. If people want them, I'll sing them. Um, and I've played shows where the crowd knew them. And so I, you know, played some of them. But otherwise, I still maybe foolishly hope that these songs will be forgotten because we don't have to keep singing these songs because people have realized that was a crazy time. Let's never do it again. Well, unfortunately, I think those songs are going to get uh, resurrected over and over again because they're going to keep doing this crazy crap until we... <sighs> figure out a new way of doing things as humanity. And that's kind of what we're after. But I do think humanity's rising up. And so you're, that's what I was thinking too. Your other songs have this high vibe, loving, joyful, your message is one of heart-centered. It reminds me of the caliber of music of... Bob Marley, Michael Franti, Ben Harper, Nako Bear. It's like the the antidote to gangster rap, you know? It's like what the world needs a lot more of. And so it's so interesting. You So I'm a super rebel. Like I just want to sing all my rebellious songs every time I go anywhere. That's what, you know... Um, I do have some very uplifting songs, but I just think they're goofy. You know, I, I, they're not, they're not as important to me. What's the vibe right now um, when you're playing? Is the world shifting? Do you, what do you think is happening in the world? You see, I was a little shocked about my last answer and maybe a little bit disappointed. Do you know? Oh, I am totally shocked. I had no idea that you were going to say, that's not, that, but say, I get it because that was what set you. That was the niche. That's what people needed to hear. That's what gave you, that's what put you on the map. Like you said, you had 2000 followers and then suddenly overnight there were 10 and now you have like almost a hundred thousand. Totally. And maybe it's because at least in Italy or in Europe, you, no one's talking about COVID right now. Wow. Um, I don't know if in the States is different, but I don't, I haven't had a conversation around COVID unless we're reminiscing on how crazy it was. Uh, but it doesn't feel 
alive right now. Those songs came from a place of, I need to write them. Turns out people need to hear them. This is my offering. If that situation presents itself again, I'm right there. Like I'm not shying away. Um, maybe because if it's been feeling less relevant. Um, for example, then I wrote a song because I'm spiritual, which is the same kind of like feeling. I'm saying some uncomfortable stuff about these super spiritual people and, and like I'm I'm teasing them and I'm poking them a little bit. And again, it creates this people either love it and they found me through it or they absolutely hate it and it feels super offended. And, and that song I sing every time. Okay. Because I sing. So I still have that in me. It's just that it since probably I left Costa Rica a year and a half ago. Again, I don't I don't hear conversations about COVID. If it comes back around, those songs are coming back for sure. Okay. But I've, but I've also I am learning because there's a big rebel in me as well. Since I was little. Like I remember having conversations with my mom who was trying to explain to me the concept of authority. And I just couldn't understand. I was like, wait, I'm a person. He's a person or she's a person. Why does why do they get to tell me what to do? I don't tell them what to do. I just could it wasn't that I was I was trying to be rebel. I just couldn't understand the concept of authority. I I put myself in 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 tricky situations because I would say something I wasn't supposed to say or um and I love that about me. I love that I'm not afraid to speak my mind. But I am also learning that there's probably a way to get to the same place without pissing people off so much not because i don't i'm afraid of it but because the 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 point or the direction yes is freedom but it's also unity as long as i am pissing people off which i don't mind doing if necessary there's still a division right yeah so so i've been exploring how can I get to a place of my music spreading joy, truth, harmony, promoting togetherness, promoting consciousness, promoting, hey, maybe we can do things differently in a way that creates less separation because we're already so separated. So there's still the rebel in me. Maybe there's a, it's a different stage of my rebel face where, again, if needed, I'm right there front row singing what the fuck are we doing absolutely but again i'm exploring this other way where the more in touch we are with our own hearts the more in touch we are with other people the more we can look at a situation and maybe approach it in a way where we don't need to be against one another and obviously this cannot, this is not feasible globally, internationally. There will always be division. There will always be us and them. There will always be, but because there's already so much of it, is there anything that I can do to support more togetherness? And yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's really interesting. And I don't think that you can 
I succeed at that a hundred percent. I mean, you just can't because no, it, may have been, it may have been a quote you posted. I read one recently where if you're, if an artist isn't pissing people off, they're not really doing their, their true work. So there will be people, you know what? You're going to have haters, Roman, just because you're freaking happy. Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah there's going to be people who want to put that light out. Yeah. I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I've had that. I've had that throughout my life and they've succeeded before. Not anymore. Well, yeah. I, I don't. Um, so do you know who J.P. Sears is? He's a comedian. Yeah, he was one of the inspirations behind wanting to use funny to deliver a heavy message. I was watching him. Okay. Beginning of lockdown. I was like, I could do this in music. Okay. You reminded me of him when you talked about the spiritual community, because that's how he busted out into yeah. where he is, was before anything political, right. before making fun of anything political, he was making fun of the spiritual community. And talking about how easy it is to get girls if you just go, oh, they'll just right. kind of go like, and, uh, but he pissed people off. He pisses people off every time. I mean, he didn't care, you know, but a, a comedian is going to do that. And um, gosh, while you were talking, I had so many ideas and your idea of bringing more unity I, I hope you can do it and I'm going to pay attention and see how you, how you figure that out. Um, I think in doing so it, it won't be as exciting, you know, I think it was really exciting to have your, your voice bursting through as this joyful, this joyful, you know, during, during COVID. But so I know what I was going to say. COVID is totally making a comeback in the United States right now. Everybody's wow. getting COVID testing. All those people are going and wow. getting COVID tests and they have COVID again. Wow. So, and I don't know if we're the litmus test, if it's going to start happening over where you are, or uh, if we're, they're just trying something stupid on us again. Because, mm. yeah, no, it's totally relevant. I mean, I have no doubt. And I've actually said it in passing to, you know, my family and some friends. I was like, you yeah, know, buckle up because it's coming back. Um, I don't think it's over. I don't think it'll be as easy for them, quote unquote, them to try the same thing. Because a lot of a lot of people, a lot of us are a lot more aware of, you know, what 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 was happening and the reasons behind um i'm sorry to hear it's coming back in in the states um no the 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 rebel with the cause you know like i again i don't want to piss people off unless i feel like i need to say something that is important so if, if it comes back I'm I'm right there with you singing about it, but because no one has been talking about it for almost two years, then I was like, this this feels uh, irrelevant. Now you're telling me <clears throat> it's not. And funny enough, the Bill Gates song is the I don't know if it's the fourth or fifth most streamed song 
currently that I have on Spotify, you know? And it's like, okay, then people are still resonating with this. Um, but yeah, if it comes back, I'm, I'm right there with you. Okay, so it's something that I'm thinking of right now is you're younger than me. I don't know how old you are. I'm in my 50s now and I took 20 years out of music. I played professionally when I was in my 20s and took a couple of decades off to get married, raise kids, homeschool, do all that. And I just didn't want to be a musician. I didn't want to be out playing and touring and doing all that. So over the last few years, not only did I quit drinking and that brought, that just created a massive space in my life for creativity and doing things and becoming who I want to be. I realized that I was in a special place being an older musician because I don't have uh, I don't have a following or a career to ruin. A lot of people my age, if they had come out and said what they wanted to say, would have alienated their own success. I don't have any success. I'm not a, a big musician. I just do it for me like you. And I'm old enough to the where I'm not trying to create a, a career out of it. This was, I, I can blow my musical career. I can blow whatever, like, no, if everybody hates it, it doesn't matter, you know? And so I was willing to go out on a limb and say, I'm going to write these songs that need to be written for six months. I'd been thinking somebody needs to write. Alex Jones was right. Somebody needs to write it. And then one day the song came to me. So I wrote it, but, um, I thought younger musicians who have a future, a potential future in music, they don't want to alienate half of their potential crowd either. So I thought I was in a, a specifically unique position to go ahead and, you know, say some things that needed to be said and not care about the backlash. Mm. You've still got this beautiful career ahead of you and you didn't care, you you. That's see, I think that's why people love you so much. Well, I'll be your uh, your delivery is so joyful, and your smile is infectious, and the music is so happy. Um, but it was that flippant, nonchalant. I don't care. I think that's part of the what attracted people to you so much, and so. I think it's so cool that you're still just riding that and you're just gonna, you know, whatever, whatever comes. This that's that's part of your spiritual centeredness. This lack of attachment to the outcome of what happens. Yeah, I think there's definitely truth in that. I think I feel injustice a lot. I feel one thing that really grinds my gear is what I perceive as injustice. Um, and so I don't, I don't care about repercussions when I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm standing up for something that matters more than where my career goes, you know? Um, I'm also learning as I mature as a musician and as a man, I'm 35, by the way, just turned 35. Um, because 
I also know that there's a lot of value in the other songs that I share. Finding a way to deliver the harsh truths and the, the more rebel songs and the to do that in an authentic, genuine, sincere way without necessarily um, preventing myself from sharing also the rest, which is also important. Um, I did read somewhere, there's a lot more freedom in living as though you've been already canceled. You know, and I find that there's something that's very true. Like if I'm if I'm being careful about, oh, let's see how many people like this. Let's see how many people like that. Again, when when the first COVID video went viral, I freaked out. I wasn't stoked. I was like, oh, I've spent the last, let's see, seven years writing serious songs. And now I write the first silly one about the most controversial thing. And everybody's listening to me like, shit, that's not what I want. But then I realized, okay, this is what I'm being called to do now. This is what is is needed for a lot of people, and I'm I'm happy to to provide this through my musical offering. Um, but if I get, um, if if I get, where's the line? And this is a question that I ask myself. You know, where's the boundary between being authentic, which is one of my pillars, unapologetic? honest, sincere, and not fucking yourself over so much that you can't actually share the totality of your gifts. Do you know what I mean? That was brilliant. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I'm that smart. I don't think I thought it through like that. Because <laughs> authenticity is my pillar too. Like I, you're going to, what you see is what you get. And I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not trying to get anyone to like me. I have a song that's an anti-establishment song that is so long. My band doesn't want to play it. It's seven minutes long. And, but I just think I have to do it by myself. And ah, I mean, I just recently interviewed Larkin Rose and the seed of an anarchist in me got watered. I highly recommend that interview. Um, I, I question, I really, well, one of the lines in, in what's in the vaccine is, um, is government a good thing? My song asked questions. It's um, the, the chorus goes, what is a virus? Where do they come from? Do, uh, do masks even work? Is government a good thing? Is it possible there's an agenda to enslave us all? Why do celebrities throw up satanic symbols when Joe Biden speaks? Why don't we know what he means and what's in the vaccines? All I did was ask eight questions. One of them is government a good thing? And people hate that. They hate it. You can't ask that. I'm like, I'm just yeah. asking. Um, so I'm, I think you're really wise to consider how do I not screw myself over? But at the same time, like you said, the authenticity is what overrides everything else. And I think that's part of what shines through too, Roman. So um, I would imagine the majority of people who are going to hear this did not know who you were before this. And so now yeah. they're going to go and listen and hear what you're all about. And 
I'm really happy about that. I can't wait to hear your new album that's coming out in 2024. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, a new album that I'm recording these days is called Stay Open to Life. And uh, very different from the COVID songs. That's that's something that sometimes uh, confuses people. Like, wait, you're the same guy from the Bill Gates song who now is writing Stay Open to Life and wearing many hats. Sometimes people don't know where to place me, which is a great thing and sometimes a little bit tricky to navigate. And that's me, what kind of music do you do? I was like, how much time do you have? Um, Stay Open to Life is a collection of songs that I, again, wrote for myself over the last few years, trying to, the, the, the intention is to offer comfort, inspiration, encouragement. Stay Open to Life is something that was told, uh, it was said to me by a stranger in Costa Rica during one of the darkest emotional roller coasters of my life. I... I was stuck in Costa Rica. They'd canceled my visa to come to the States. At the time, I was dating an American woman. We broke up. I was broke. Just like, I was an absolute mess. Couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And one day, this stranger, who I think was a homeless guy, came up to me. Never seen this guy before. He doesn't know anything about me. He comes up to me. He looks straight in my eyes and says, stay open to life. And then just basically vanished. And that's such a massive impact on me because I was not open to life at all. I was quite the opposite. I was like, I want life to give me this and life is not doing it. And so I am in so much emotional pain. And uh, so there's songs like Bless This Mess, which I wrote during the lockdown. Uh, Be Chill and No, Chant Up Zion, which is kind of like a, also like a rebel reggae song. Um is is my is, yeah is a collection of songs to to raise the vibration in a different way and to, you know link again to, to connect what we were saying earlier our voices are valuable only as long as we can use them right so the the, the question I was asking earlier I ask you as I ask myself where's the boundary where's the where's the healthy boundary between unapologetic, this is who I am, this is what I think, and making sure that you can still use your voice and your voice is still being amplified to reach those people who need to hear it so that you can bring your message. And it's not it's not easy um, because there's the rebel in us that just wants to say, you know what, fuck everybody, fuck everything, this is what I think, let's start the revolution. And then there's the other part that, is uh, at least for me, yeah, learning how to, because these other songs like Stay Open to Life and this other collection, I know can bring a lot of healing as well and can bring a lot of people closer to their hearts, can bring a lot of people closer together. Um, I, I, I value those songs as well. And I want to make sure that those are also heard as well as why the hell are we listening to Bill Gates, Go Vax Yourself and all the other collection. So it's a it's a journey to to learn how how to use this gift that we have in a way that is um 
yeah supportive to not just to others but also to us and our i know you said you're not necessarily interested in a career but the more you sing the more people resonate with you the more you will have a following and then there's a not just a responsibility but an opportunity to use the gift of people's attention in a way that is not just i'm a rebel i'm gonna do whatever i want sure but also how are we using it because we're so blessed that we get to do it and the people are actually listening to us, which is massive, you know? So that's the, the, the current uh, lessons I'm, I'm, I'm learning as I, as I go. Well, I think one of the most powerful things that we've learned about you today is that you've had a lot of darkness and sadness and hopelessness because what people see when they go online and look at you is this free spirit, traveling, happy music playing character. But there's so much depth and darkness and shadow work and overcoming that has brought you to where you are. And I think it's really important for people to know that because there's going to be someone listening to this interview right now, wherever they are, that's in a deep, dark place. And they need to know that we've both been there. And then I don't want anybody to think, well, I can't, they have this magical thing they can do. They can pick up their instrument and, and connect instantly. Well, guess what? I just want to share with everybody. You can learn to play the didgeridoo. You can learn to play um, the crystal bowls. There are things you can do if you feel like you don't have a musical bone in your body that are musical, that do the connection instantly. It doesn't have to be 10 years of learning to play the guitar and crafting songs. And if you're not a poet or you can't sing or whatever, I, I just want people to know there's music is for everyone. You can go pick up learn to play the didgeridoo. It'll change your world. Um, and, and it's not, and if I may, it's not just music. I think it's art in general. You can paint, you can dance, you can, I mean, if it works for you baking muffins, like whatever you put yourself, like as long as you're, it's a sort of meditation. Whatever works for you, again, it doesn't have to be music. For me, it was music. For you, it was music. But for someone else, it could be anything that gets you out of your head, out of your story of poor little me. I am so hopeless. There's nothing I can do. Anything that, like, even just moving your body earlier, and I don't think I answered, you asked me, like, what do you do to stay in such a place of joy? Well, the first thing I do is to not deny it when I am not. You know, like, okay, I feel shit today for whatever reason. I'm going to sit with it. I journal. I meditate a little bit every day or I try. And sometimes I fail and I don't do it for a little while. I know that moving my body helps. Being in the sun helps. Being connected to a supportive, kind community. Knowing that I have someone I can share what is going on with uh having some connection to spirituality whatever that means for you uh reading like there's so much that is available the medicine is everywhere and so if anyone is listening right now and they're in a dark place and that's okay 
you don't that's part of the journey and and nothing teaches you and shows you how powerful beautiful and resilient you are more than struggle and challenges and everything changes you know so if find another thing that i find so important that has had a massive impact on how i deal with challenges or simply how i approach life is to know your purpose to know your why there's a beautiful book that i recommend to everyone called find your why by simon sinek i think it's his name and it's one of the books that I read during lockdown. I had a little online book club with some of my friends. And that was one of the books that we read. And this book guides you through some exercises that you can do alone, some you do with some friends. And in the end, it helps you write like a one line, like a little mission statement, which actually you can't see it, but it's hanging on this wall right here next to my desk. To know your why is kind of like having a map and a compass that will help you navigate times when you don't know what you're doing. Life is messy. In June, I broke up with my partner of a, of a year and two of my best friends also broke up with me and I had to leave my apartment and I left the country where I was living and I was not feeling joyful at all. Really dark time. Having music and knowing my why was... Uh, so important because I knew I can use this. This is important. This is my curriculum right now. Life is giving me the curriculum. Okay, now you're doing the pain curriculum and then you can sing about it and help others who are going through the same thing. So all of it is, is part of the dance. All of it can be medicine if used consciously. Um, and then just, yeah, find your way and then find what works for you to get you out of your head. Because so much of our so much of our suffering is in our head. There's pain. Emotional pain is real. And then suffering is optional. It's in our head. The stories that we're telling ourselves. And I've had very powerful realizations when I was going through these last few months of really dark times. I would go to the beach. There were days where I, would, I was in so much pain that I would literally go to the beach and just scream like a psychopath. I would walk away from my friends and just scream. And then I would jump in the cold freezing water of Southern Portugal. And then I would do as many push-ups as I could. And then I would do some Qigong and then I would scream again. And then I would just get it all out. And then I would sit and I would meditate. And that's when I, one day when I realized I still feel the pain in my chest. This is very real, but I'm not suffering in my head because I, I moved it. I moved it all. And now I can actually sit with whatever I feel, which is, I'm sad. I'm really sad. My heart is really broken, but I know it'll pass. And I'll keep taking one day at a time and I'll do what I can. And now a few months later, I'm okay. Still riding the emotional waves occasionally, but I stopped living in my head and, and repeating this loop of the story of, I suck, I fucked up, no one loves me. There's no hope. These are stories that keep you stuck. It's so inspirational to hear you saying this, you know, that, it, and what just moved me was I, um, not your story of sadness, but you are special Roman. And I don't want you to ever forget that. 
there is a vibration that you put off that is powerful and it it i it's impossible for me to describe it i was uh just on cloud 9 this morning and i think it's your vibe just put, um before i interviewed you and what you're putting out into the world is so important. So you just have to keep it up. And when you have your bad days and your low days, you just have to remember that. And you don't know when people are listening to your music either. The stuff you've already put out there. And I know you know that now is all there is. And I read this, ooh, I'm gonna share one with you. It was a uh, Alan Watt quote, and I sent it to my friend, Susie, I can find it really quick. Here it is. The present moment never comes to be, and it never ceases to be. It is simply our minds that construct the continuity of thoughts we call time. In the present moment is nirvana. Mm. The present isn't really something we can, I'll put your book and I'll put that quote in the show notes so people can find that. This present moment never comes to be and it never ceases to be. So the present is this, this weird fleeting thing that we've been told, be here now. And it's like, what is that? You know, it is simply our minds that construct the continuity of thoughts we call time. Mm-hmm. So the past and the future aren't even real. Yeah. In the present moment is nirvana. Yeah. Whether you're crying your head off or whether you've found a joy. And I think that that, I don't know, your ability to transmute the pain or suffering or however you want, you know, whatever it is, and know that you will be okay and you will move through it. And then to just go swim or sing or bake muffins. It is so special to be here. We are so special in these bodies, every single one of us. And to find your why, I can't wait to read the book. Oh my gosh. Do you tell people what your why is or is it just for you? No, no, I tell it. My why is to amplify joy and hope. Okay. That's a big, heavy one. (laughs) <laughs> no, and that's what you do. It's what you do. That's 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 what I do. That's what brings me the most joy. That's what keeps me focused, keeps me centered. It, it makes me feel like I'm somewhat useful, you know? Like I have a talent. I can't deny that I have a talent and I want to use it to help people feel better. Okay, well, I love you. I don't know if I've ever told one of my interviewees that. Um <laughs> I love everybody, but sometimes it's easier to tell people than others. Um, Is there anything else you would leave us with, Roman, or have we covered it? I would sing you a song if you want. Oh, yes, yes. What what song are you going to sing? I would sing, since we talked about, because the the COVID songs and all the other stuff, people can go listen already. Um, But I would sing you the first single from the new album. Which is, this is called Bless This Mess. And uh, I wrote it during COVID, actually in this room, as I was 
studying the Tao Te Ching text from Taoism and listening to a lot of Ram Das, we don't know why things happen. Some things that may seem bad, quote unquote, may actually end up to be the seed for something good. And through that story and studying the Tao Te Ching and blah, 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 I wrote this song called Bless This Mess. Which is going to be the first single from the new album. Fall goes well, inshallah. This comes out in April. When you're tired and you need a break And you've been carrying more than you can take When you try with no success Slow it down, bless this mess When you seek what you can't buy that the best has passed you by when the word is not a yes slow it down bless this mess for the lessons it will teach it might even take you closer to this stars you cannot reach let it ground you and remind you there is magic all around you and it works in mysterious ways when you're lost or so it seems and you misplaced all your favorite dreams when this life feels like a kiss slow it down let's dismiss for the lessons it will teach it might even take you closer to the stars you cannot reach let it ground you and remind you there is magic all around you and it works in mysterious ways Don't go so fast 
make the most of what is here before it's past. Feel the ground, do your best, and slow it down. Let's dismiss, slow it down. Let's dismiss. I think you're still muted. I'm still muted. I'm over here clapping, clapping, clapping. <laughs> it's a total hit. It's all your producer's fault if that doesn't go to number one. <laughs> That's no, my producer's great, and the the album is coming together so beautifully. I'm really excited to to share it. Oh, I'm just teasing. I'm sure it's it's amazing. Uh, no, that's that is a good song, Roman. Thank and you. I see what you're doing. Everybody can relate to that one. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, I would love to check back in when when you release your album, like the week before, or you know, like, because yeah. um, I can't wait to hear it. Oh, this has been so uplifting and wonderful. And one of the fun things about making a podcast is I get to go back and listen to it again and, you know, edit out any long pauses or anything like that and make snippets. You know, if there's anything you said that was just like one minute of total shining from from the, you know, from God, then I'll put it out. And um, so... I get to, to be, I don't know, this gets to touch me again. So I appreciate you coming on Freedom Junkie Radio and sharing with us. And um, I'm just so, so uplifted. And that's your whole goal. So you did it. Thank you. Thank you. I feel, I feel very grateful that you reached out and that we can make it happen and really good questions that got my my what do you call it, a little brain brain bits spinning and um interesting thinking back to that crazy time and how those songs came to be apparently we're heading back there again and uh it's also good to know that there's more you know like-minded people and fellow artists who are walking the same path and that that we we really get each other well, you know what, though? So the whole they're trying it again, like I said, and people are getting COVID tests and I'm seeing some masks and stuff. But they're not going to be able to pull it over like they did last time. You know, you can only cry wolf. What? Yeah. Once or twice. And then uh, so even though I do see it happening, I don't see it happening. You know, I, I think their world that they wanted to create is crumbling. I don't I don't. I think we might really be onto something new. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Roman. Till next time. I always end my uh, my podcasts by saying "ciao," which is weird because we don't Perfect. say it. So perfectly fitting. That's why we say. It finally makes sense. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best with your new album and all that you are going to bring into the world. And. Um, just wrapping you in golden light. And all of you who are still listening, wrapping you too. Till we meet again. Ciao. Till we meet again. Ciao for now. Hey, everybody. Just a quick reminder, if you love Freedom Junkie Radio, pay a visit to my sponsor in South Austin. He's got a coin shop. He sells gold and silver. It's called Chris's Coins, K-R-I-S Coins, K-R-I-S Coins.com, or you can visit him on Slaughter Lane. 
Tell him Betsy from Freedom Junkie Radio sent you. And as we know, gold and silver is such a great hedge against inflation, which is out of hand right now. And as our dollars get worth less, gold and silver keeps its value. It never goes away. The greatest act of rebellion right now is to be completely free. Be your own bank. Be your own doctor. Do it yourself. Be sovereign. Take life by the horns and get you some gold and silver. <sighs> See you next time. It's all perfect. The rainbow and the rain. It's all perfect. The flowers and the flame. It's all perfect. Even when it's hard to see that it was worth it. Baby, what you got is exactly what you need.